The Dispossessed, a Glisten Plus production. Episode 3. It's not real, it's not real, it's not real, it's not... Holy shit. Jake was already awake, looking out the window. I sat up in bed, or more accurately, I sat up in the back seat of the car I had spent the night sleeping inside. What's going on? Cops are here. I mean, I can see that. I counted at least six cars around the park. All of the, yeah, locals, I guess you'd call them, were standing around the street, watching the commotion. Nothing too out of the ordinary. I mean, we're pretty new here, though. Mom was a little ways down the sidewalk, talking to a police officer. He handed her his card. Now give me a call if you hear or see anything. Thanks. What are they all looking at? Jake was peering out to the edge of the park. A small group had formed around some police tape. Brandon was across the street talking to somebody. He looked over to me, and I could tell he knew something. Hey! Hey! The man standing next to him smiled and nodded at me. He was someone I had seen around. Older. His skin wrinkled by the sun. Permanent crow's feet that made it look like he was always smiling. It seemed like everyone around the park knew him and liked him. Hi. Hello? I didn't know what to say. I'm bad at meeting people. He held out his hand. Alvin Fuller. I shook it. Some people you can just tell are good. Alvin was one of them. Come on, man. I was I was just standing here, man. Hey, look. Oh, no. A couple of the officers were messing with that man I had seen before. The junkie. Though I feel bad calling someone that. Of course they'd go for Jason. I looked at Alvin, and he could see I didn't know who Jason was. I know he looks scary, but Jason's harmless. Just troubled like the rest of us. Found the wrong vices. <laughs> he wouldn't hurt a fly. I swear, man, I, I don't know. Please, just, you, you need to stop asking me all these questions. Just stay right here. Do you know what happened? They found something in the curb runoff. What? A <sighs> uh, woman's hand. What? They're saying it might be Janice's. No one has seen her since the other day. Who's Janice? Been here almost as long as me. Lovely woman. Uh, a bit older. Always wanted to help. I immediately thought of that lady I saw under the streetlight my first night at the park. What if I was the last person to see her? And what if I was the one who didn't do anything? I figured if I went to the office during second period, I could avoid being seen by anyone. Late enough to miss people skipping first period, and early enough to miss half-dayers. The lost and found was in a side room. The front desk lady never looked up at people coming in. She always seemed mad if people talked to her. Perfect. Just needed a dress I could use for prom. Any dress, honestly. Not that girls just misplace dresses like they would a jacket or sweater or whatever. I don't know what I was thinking. Desperation, I guess. I couldn't go to prom in jeans and a t-shirt. Things were already so bad. I just, I didn't want to make mom more stressed. 
Plus, I'd have to smell cigarettes more often, so really it's a win-win for both of us. Hi, Miss Sharp. Hello. Oh, no. Hey, Lanester. Hi, Gina. Gina Harris, the devil incarnate. She's been a pollution on my life since the first grade. And now she's standing right next to me. So, I heard you're going to prom with Ian. Oh, yeah. And she'd been trying to go out with Ian since freshman year. Yep. Punching above your weight class. Impressive. Okay. God, it's me, Lainey. Please help me not explode out of pure rage. Lost something? Uh... Shit. Exactly what I didn't want to happen. If she found out I couldn't afford the dress, I would never be able to show my face in these halls again. Uh, I lost my, uh, shoe. Shoe. You lost one single shoe? Shoes. Right. Well, good luck with finding your shoe. Thanks. I could tell she knew something was up. I'm a bad liar. All for nothing, too. Only dirty gym clothes and pencil bags. I would have moved to plan B, but, uh, I didn't really have one. I just don't get how people remember these equations. Formulas. Was that really worth correcting me on? (laughs) Brandon offered to help me with my math homework. I thought trigonometry was just a different name for geometry. Turns out, way harder. Who would have thought? Thank God Brandon was good at it. We were sitting on the curb between parked cars, him pointing at my homework as we went through it. Uh, No, that's not how you plug those in. That's what the book says. I haven't looked at it, but I can tell you that it does not. Uh, How do you know? I don't know. I can just tell. You'd be surprised what having a job where you do math in your head all day does for you. That sounds like hell. Eh, maybe. I don't know. I don't mind it. It's like doing quick puzzles. I could tell he was being genuine. I mean, I don't understand how anyone could be genuine saying that, but somehow he was. It made me sad to think he wasn't in school. He'd be good at it. Have lots of friends, too. But another part of me was glad he wasn't. I know that's bad, but Brandon was nice and fun. And I know he'd have a lot of friends. And... I probably wouldn't be one of them. What? Oh no. I was staring at him this whole time. Uh, I... Do I... do I have something on my face? Yes? Holy shit! Before I even knew what was happening, Brandon jumped up and backed away from the curb. Then I saw it. The van in front of us was rolling backwards, heading right for me. I threw my homework back and tried to get up, but no way was I going to get up in time. But Brandon grabbed under my shoulders and yanked me back, my legs just avoiding getting run over by the wheels. It smacked the car right behind it. Luckily, that one's brakes actually worked. What the hell? What the fuck, man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have no idea what just happened. Two men got out of the cars. The guy whose van just got hit was obviously not happy. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Look, I was just a- the guy whose brakes went out looked over his van. His hands were on his head. It was obvious he didn't do anything wrong. It was like his brakes just went out without warning. I honestly don't know. I stood up and backed away. Are you okay? 
Yeah. Yeah, I... Something moved under the van. A flash of white. I bent down to see... Nothing. Just a few paint chips on the ground. Lainey? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Fuck. We could have been killed. You are paying for this. Dude, I I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. There's no way I could do that right now. You think I can? Yeah. Dude, I can't. I don't... Please. Please. Jesus! We all looked down the road towards the screams. It took a second for anyone to do anything, though. The park just stopped and watched. Then... Brandon ran towards the sound. I followed, and so did everyone else. A group was already forming around the woman. She was at the side of the road, looking down into a storm drain. Brandon was at the front of the crowd. I grabbed onto his sleeve and pulled myself through the other people. Jesus. Oh my god. Brandon stepped toward the drain, and I followed. Still holding onto his sleeve, we looked down. Oh. Oh no. At first I couldn't see anything. Only a bit of scattered light was hitting the bottom. I shifted towards Brandon. Then I saw it. Her. Oh my god! The lady I had seen under the streetlight. Janice. It's Janice. Or what was left of her. She was half-submerged in the sludge, broken and rotting. Her mouth was pulled wide, like she had died screaming. Brandon turned away, his face turning green with sick. But I couldn't take my eyes off Janice. Laney? Laney? Laney! I couldn't find you anywhere. My mom tried to pull me away. She didn't look in the drain. Just one of those things she knew she didn't have to see. But I kept staring at the skin on Janice's face and arms. We have to get away from here. Now, Lainey. Her skin was cracked and flaking off like paint, like paint on the wall of an old house. The Dispossessed, starring Sidney Sepulveda as Lainey, Sissy Jones as Ashley, Grady Lisby as Jake, Malcolm Brown as Brandon, and Emily Hahn as Aaron. Written by Tyler Clifton, 
Story by and directed by Adam J. Epstein. Executive produced by Sheila Stepanek and Adam J. Epstein. Edited and mixed by Todd Donald. Additional voices by Jeff Shine, Scott Pete, Jason Kelly, Olive Epstein, and Jack Stepanek. The Dispossessed is a Glisten Plus production.